McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. On this day in black history, the year was 1897 in Baltimore, Maryland. An African-American dock worker named Herman Butler was accused of stealing a pair of boots from a white longshoreman. The white man was furious and pulled out an eight-shot revolver and started shooting directly at Herman's feet while he was standing on the wooden dock, causing Herman to jump back and forth rapidly to avoid being shot. (laughs) The sound of his boots on the wooden planks sounded musical, and this is believed to be the origin of what later became known as tap dancing. (laughs) Today in Black History. I thought you was going to say a step shark going to run out of here. Uh, <laughs> if you were to say it, if you were to say it, an Alpha Phi Alpha step show. Because uh, <laughs> it sounds like when he starts shooting, <laughs> the, the way they, he moving his feet like the Alphas be doing. You know, Rita, when the Alphas be doing their steps. <laughs> yes, the little snake. They be lifting that leg high. Yeah, if you were to, if you were to say an Alpha Phi Alpha step show. <laughs> They would have shouted out, oh, six. <laughs> yeah, you know what you should have said? You should have said. You should have said. You should have said, said back in 1905. <laughs> you should have said. Chapter Alpha. Right. I got a, oh, and then, and then, and then the, the following year, 1906, <laughs> Alpha by Alpha was founded. <laughs> Man, if you would have if you would have said it like that, bro, I would I would have had to leave the morning show. I would, I would they would have had to take me out. Hold it, half man, half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the T and the club of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Thursday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Everybody's talking about it. They're saying, y'all, forget reality TV. They said because a recent 50-part video series on TikTok, y'all, has views locked in, y'all, on a first-hand account, y'all, with a woman who claimed, Ricky, that she married and divorced a pathological liar, y'all, and people are talking about her. Her name is Risa Tisa, y'all, and they say, baby, she got millions of followers, honey. They say she already was a content creator, and she's putting out there, y'all, she launched um the thing right who the hell, but she said, who the F, honey, did, honey, I marry. And baby, they're talking about this girl, honey, and the man that she married, that she didn't know she married. People saying that Beyonce allegedly I might even finance a movie because they said this here is definitely a movie about this girl. They say people are very nosy. And they love, honey, a good story. Miss Tisa Risa, or Risa Tisa definitely got that story. Now, the deal is, now, she's talking about, you know, a 50-part summary, y'all. You know, she's, she sought, she just wanted love, Ricky, honey. They said she was desperate, y'all, to find a husband. And, you know, she met this guy back in 2020, y'all, during COVID on a dating app. Now, mind you, they were on two different dating apps. She didn't even know he was on the, on the two apps. 
and he told her all kind of lies and stuff. You know, she said she wanted to be with this man. She uh, she got pregnant for the man. She had a miscarriage, honey. She wanted to get a beautiful home in the um, Atlanta area. She said, but they, um, you know, couldn't get out because he had no money. You know, he told her he had money. He told her he worked for different companies and what have you and stuff. He didn't work. What? He lied, he lied about his finances. And he, but the sad thing about it, Ricky, they say he just couldn't show all of his bank accounts. She wanted to know, well, where your bank accounts at, baby, so we could get this money and get us a, a cash out. And they say he couldn't show the bank accounts or whatever, y'all. But she went on ahead and married this man anyway, y'all, in January, y'all. They said, honey, it was all kind of fake phone calls on with his brothers and people and stuff. And, and it, it was... It's just amazing. People are saying women got to stop being desperate, but it's not so much really of a desperation because she lives in the Atlanta area and you're, there definitely is a shortage in men. So you got to kind of take what you could get, honey, from the pick of the litter. And she just found this one here, honey, and she got with him, honey. He just lied so much. He said he had all kind of family members. It was just amazing, honey. And it's 50 series and people are following this here, honey, and it, it, it's just it, it's a mess. Some of our colleagues follow the doggone story and talk about it. So, I mean, y'all, who talking to you? Brad, Brad have up? you been watching it? Hell no. It's how, many, how many segments is it? 52. Beyonce says 52. 52. Ain't nobody got time to watch all that. I, I, I got a child. I ain't got time. Yes. Each episode is 10 minutes. Father God. Yes, Lord, honey. I mean, he gave, and the thing about it is, so Ricky was, she didn't realize, but she started talking about all these red flags. He only gave her two different social security um, numbers. I mean, can't you have two social security numbers? Is, is that the, the law? I don't think you should, or you're supposed to. <laughs> you know, and she did research, and she found out, honey, that he lied about where he lived and stuff. But come to find out, once they got together, they stayed together for a little while. But then when she finally broke with him, he ended up homeless, y'all. He was living in his car, and he got arrested, Ricky. Why would they arrest that man for living in his car? You know, if, if she was no longer with him or what have you. I mean, that's a sad situation, though, honey. But nevertheless, honey, I mean, everybody deserves love, and that's the way she wanted to be loved, honey. Uh-huh. You know, let her Rita, go ahead on that. Rita Brent, have you watched it? Yeah, I actually caught a couple episodes yesterday. And was it interesting? In car. Yeah, she's just in the car talking about this guy. Like, it feels like suspense. She need a lifetime contract right now. That's a. This is gonna be a good lifetime series. <laughs> yes, and she used to work for the um the um the, the troopers. She was a, a trooper. I think she used to work for the troopers and everything. But he, she should have consulted with some of her colleagues. These men, you work around all these men. These men could have told her about all these red flags about um legion and all that stuff. But I guess she just really wanted a man, honey. And you know, in the words of Stacey Lattisaw, she found love on a two-way street, Ricky, Damn. and lost it on a lonely highway. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> she said she purposely ignored the red flags. Like, she just, she her biological clock was ticking, and she just, she wanted a man. She met him on the dating app. Okay. And when he, she had the flat tire, he bought her a tire, and that's when she, like, fell in love with him because so, he oh saved the day. So she got what she signed up for. Exactly. She, a grown, yep. she a grown adult. Thank you. She got what she signed up. She I willfully ignored the red flags. Okay, so I don't feel sorry for you then. That's but, episode one. She said I ignored the red flags. Yeah, but he did send pictures of her because they were mm-hmm. on the dating app, but he did send some pictures of himself, and she prayed to God that those pictures looked like him in real life and she said when she saw him in real life she could have melted because he looked just like the pictures okay. so he just really did something for her. so if you meet somebody you know like so do you feel sorry for somebody who says i willfully ignored the red flags well yeah because when you're in love um especially you gotta understand that she's in atlanta it's such a shortage so well, when she should have started off being a side piece and waited for her promotion and see if it comes. <laughs> <laughs> they they moved in together within a month of within knowing month, each other. Yeah. That was physical so, attraction right there. So that's was. on you. Who no, moved not. somebody in after a month? I, 
first of all, honey, relationship is OJT any damn way on the job training. So, come on, you want to meet me today? Come on in then. So, okay. there you have it. OJT. Then, nah. you get, then you get what you got then. No, nah, so, honey, so I ain't mad at Teresa Carissa, but, honey, she did what she had to do, and now what? you know she's talking about it, so, you know. And he in jail? Well, he was. Um, he probably out right now. They probably bailed him out because they found him in his car. But, you know, nevertheless, honey. Did they tow the car? They probably to- they towed the car, I'm sure, though, honey. But oh she, she, they told it. But, you know, but she, she did what she, she had to is do, Is she honey. not saying his identity? Because what if he do this she to somebody him else Legion. if you don't know what he look like? Yeah, so, but they say it's out on TikTok and stuff, you know. So, I mean, it, it, I, I just feel bad for her because I know how she feels, honey, especially in this day and time, especially in the city of Atlanta. Ladies, where, you, you got to do your homework. Well, she did her homework. She saw him on social media. She that ain't no damn looked, homework, Gary. Oh, that ain't homework. You see somebody on social media. Are you crazy? <laughs> well, I mean, well, Ricky, that's why y'all meet people. Not about to meet nobody on no damn uh, social media. Well, honey, I wish I would have meet somebody on TikTok and then they moving in with me a month later. You crazy? Well, hey, you know, Black I mean, like I just said, honey, on the job training, honey, if you don't like them, honey, well, just send them on their way, honey. Now, so I did move like in a chick from MySpace a long time ago, but that's the same thing. Now, that's the Shoot. same thing, honey. Yeah, that wasn't the internet, internet, MySpace, no. and our mm-hmm. Dallas peeps. I dated a chick off of that. No, you went back. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Rob. <laughs> Oh, what a Rob. Come on, you know about Dallas I know about Dallas Beach. My favorite club. Yeah. Oh, Let me tell you about Dallas Peeps. Let me tell you about Dallas Peeps. They did the brain Dallas Peeps back. That was my damn. I was addicted to Dallas Peeps, boy. Let me tell you about Dallas Peeps. had that fire, you heard me? They had that 214 and that 817, you heard me? On fire. On my mama. Yo, mama. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Oh, right, y'all give it up for Gary with the T. Yeah! Hey, Gary, that's where I met old girl that from Dallas Peeps. Oh, I remember your Dallas Peep days, brother. <laughs> I remember. I think I still got my Dallas Peeps account, dog. <laughs> Do they still got it up running? Yeah, we got we to tell Rob and Ron to reboot Man, they that bad put boy. That back. Oh, I swear to God. That was a good old day. I swear to God. Boy, my country ass moved to Dallas. Texas ain't never... Ever, mm-hmm. oh my God! Oh my mom, father! Uh, boy, boy, remember we went to uh, Josh Howard pool party? Yes, sir. You, you left Garrett, home. Garrett, you remember my first? We went on a damn oh, double tell. date. Yeah. Right, he gonna, right, he gonna take me on a double date to Josh mm-hmm. Howard. He played basketball for the Dallas Mavericks. We went to a pool party, Josh Howard pool party. So me and Right, <laughs> We go on a double date. Man, I ain't never seen no chicks look like that. Yeah. You said said, that too. I said, where we at? (laughs) I told that chick, Rati set me up with. I said, I'll be right back. (laughs) Never seen them since. Hey, Gary, that's where I met Danielle at. Uh, Oh. (laughs) Take one for the team on that one. (laughs) Rati was with two chicks that night. He was with two and out. And I was with two. Dallas Peace, baby. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, y'all. Listen, uh, y'all give it up again with the T one more time. We appreciate that T in the glory today. The Ricky Smiley Morning Show. It's the front page news. It's what's trending now. It has been reported that sex crimes against children should be punishable by death under a new bill that Idaho House Republican legislators uh, passed last week. Uh, this new bill is known as House Bill 515, which would allow for the death penalty in cases of lewd conduct with children under the age 12 with aggravating circumstances. And y'all call me at 866-9-RICKY, 866-9-R-I-C-K-E-Y. I want to know your thoughts, right, Brett? 
Yes, and according to Representative Bruce Skog, uh, the death penalty would be reserved for the most heinous cases, such as repeat offenders. He explained that there's a deep, dark, dark side in our culture, and it's our job to protect the children. There are times when things are so wicked that ultimate punishment is appropriate. Yes, and the Idaho House passed the bill on a 57 to 11 vote with most in favor of the bill, but some representatives expressed their disagreements with the bill. Some representatives argue that they could not vote in favor of a bill that is unconstitutional, while some said money could be better spent in other areas. However, the bottom line for supporters of the bill is that victims forever have to live in fear of the release of their perpetrators, and many of the perpetrators are repeat criminals of this type of crime, so it is worth the fight to give them the the death penalty so uh here at the rick's bottom morning show um obviously we do not support sex offenders especially not ones that ch- target children and me personally i don't uh, care for anybody messing with, with senior citizens either um but we want to know is this bill something that you would support and and you know would want to happen in your state uh what what are your thoughts uh special k i don't have a problem with it to be honest, I mean, because they say that sex offenders, uh, particularly pedophiles, can't be rehabilitated. So if you do something like that uh, time and time again, yeah, I, I don't have an issue with it. Brad, what are your thoughts? Kill them. Yeah. 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 I'm with you on that. Gary? Well, it's kind of, I don't know, it's iffy. No, you definitely want to support it. But then, you know, Special K just said that um, perpetrators can be re- rehabilitated. You said can they can't be they can't no. be rehabilitated. Psychologists have said that pedophiles, people who have that 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 thing that makes them want to go after kids, mm-hmm. that they can't be rehabilitated that because they, somebody did it to them. That's disgusting. Yeah, and if you have a if you have a sickness like that, you're talking about people who mess with toddlers and babies. And, no, yeah, that's uh-uh. no, you got to get up out of here. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no. Rita, what are your thoughts? I say protect the victim. Uh, so this this part about having to live in fear out of, of the release of your perpetrators that really hit me because you let them out and you run into them and then you're re-traumatized all over again so I think this should be a conversation with the victims you know let them help decide what should happen to them or right. their parents you know their caregivers right get at me uh, 8669 do we have any calls uh, uh, 8669 R-I-C-K-E-Y 8669-R-I-C-K-E EY, I, 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 uh, and then you know uh, we can also talk about people taking uh, taking advantage, and uh, we have to protect senior citizens also. Because two things I can't stand is somebody doing something to a child mm-hmm. or a senior citizen. Those are two, uh, uh, you know, uh, that, that you can't. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anybody that that does harm or cause bodily harm. I mean, these kids out here murdering senior citizens. Mm-hmm. Somebody in their seventies and eighties getting killed and uh, uh, being robbed and killed. I can't tell you how many episodes of First Forty Eight when I see somebody go in there and kill and murder a senior citizen after robbing them or sexual or assaulting a senior citizen. Not only just children, senior citizens also or whatever. But uh, I don't know. It, you know, being a gunshot victim myself, it seems as if the laws uh, protect more of the uh the people that commit the crimes than it does the victims because we got to walk around here with and the person that shot you got get to walk around in the same space and i'll never forget <clears throat> you know back when i got shot when i went to court uh they had that guy on for attempted murder and i just i'm not looking what i'm doing i hop on the elevator he's standing over there on the Ooh. other side i'm not i'm not lying brett 
that's crazy. Brett, I'm not lying. That's He's crazy. standing on the other side of the elevator. We coincidentally got on the elevator together, going wow. up to the courtroom with the guy that mm-hmm. that shot me with a from point blank range with a sawed off twelve gauge. Oh, that was your chance <clears> to <throat> get his ass back right now. Uh, that, that that damn that damn jury. Uh, uh, Oof. That 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 damn jury. Oh, that that jury and and I, and I'm looking at them and the, the looks on their face. These black folks sitting on the jury, they had a look on their face Ooh. that was in disgust because that was like in '95. I had just did Def Comedy Jam. I'm just talking. I'm, I'm not saying it to make it about me. I'm just talking about being a victim and they ain't got to walk around because that guy that shot me was from my community. He was in my sister's, my younger sister's class in elementary school. Wow. And I'm like, damn, you know what I'm saying? You got to walk around and it just does something to your mental. So just imagine somebody that uh, sexually assaulted a kid uh, running to them years later, even if if, 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 uh, in their adulthood, they got to relive that trauma. No justice for them. You know what I'm saying? All right, let's go to the phones. Good morning. No, Rodney Willie from Clear High. And no, I believe they should have been killing them. <laughs> Giving them death penalty. My name is Irene, and I'm calling from Monk's Corner, South Carolina. And no, I don't think the death penalty is too extreme. I have been sexually molested, and mm. by death is how God tells children. One of them is physically dead, and the other one is mentally dead, and they both deserve it. So, no, I don't think so. No, this is uh, Chris. I'm calling. I'm out of Texas, East Texas. No, I don't think it's uh, too heinous in any way. I think they should. I'm tired of seeing these child molesters get off and get probation, and then you get these drug dealers or anybody who's doing anything of that nature almost 99 to life. Uh-huh. It's unfair. Uh-huh. Do y'all know that one in five girls and one in 20 boys is a victim of child sexual abuse? Did y'all know that? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I'm telling y'all that one day I would like to have a conversation uh, Beyonce, we'll put this show together on on some ways to protect mm-hmm. your kids. Cause, uh, boy, when I tell you, I I done put my daughters on notice from from a baby that that walking between men legs, hugging them, mm. and 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 all that 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 stuff, and teaching and them your how to, sons as well. Absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Your sons as well have to, have to be put on notice. Oh my God, it's uh, a lot of predators out there. Uh-huh. Absolutely, so much and to cover. People you know. In your Absolutely. family sometimes. It's right. not always outsiders. It's folks in the house with you. Yeah, so uh, we got to break some of these generational curses. That's for sure. We're going to be talking about it. It's Rick and Smile in the Morning. This episode of I Hate the Homies is brought to you by McDonald's. You know how you can smell when your food's about to be good, good? That's me every time I pull out the Mickey D's drive through with a McCrispy sandwich. I mean, we're talking about two buttered buns stacked with pickles and crispy, juicy, tender chicken. Come on, man. And when that crispy chicken and the crispy pickle come together between two butter buns, yeah, all is good. And the funny thing is that I don't think I've ever made it home from the drive-thru without taking a bite of that freshly prepared McCrispy sandwich. Because once I smell it, I got to have it right there in the car. I guess the word is out on that. So go get yours today. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. 
Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. The show. All right, Rick's Mountain Morning Show. Hey, Jeff Johnson got three things you need to know. What up, Jeff? What up, what up, what up? Good to be with y'all this morning. I got three things for you. And the first is, uh, man, I, I just I'm I'm amazed at um, the idiots that are allowed to hold public office. But there are a lot of them. And one of them is um, Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson. He is running for governor in North Carolina. And he says, as a black man, that black people owe reparations. <laughs> what? <laughs> he, is he running on the Republican ticket? Like you, you can't. Of course he is. I mean, you can't make this stuff up, man. Do, Donald Trump said. Donald Trump once compared him to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. <laughs> <laughs> so, this guy, this guy, and the only reason I'm talking about him is because he is running for governor and he is the lieutenant governor, and so like he has a chance of winning. Um, and so we need to be clear about who he is and 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 educate as many people as possible about why he does not need to be there. Um, but but he says, um, and I quote, if you want to tell the truth about it, it is you, black people, who owes. Um, <laughs> why do you owe? Because somebody in those fields took strikes for you. After those fields were ended and slavery was ended, somebody had to walk through Jim Crow for you. Somebody fought wars and died for you. Somebody lived less than, than let, lived less um, than because they didn't have what you had. Um, and they did it for you. There are people in their graves right now, and they are there because they were willing to stand up and fight for you. And this is the reason why we can't stop educating people. Um, That's crazy. It's, it's, I mean, the, 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 even, even Republicans who are legitimate and admitted racist understand that black people have fought in every war that the United States has ever been in. Um, so, so we fought for ourselves as much as we fought for this country. Um, we fought to ensure the things that we needed. We challenged people to ensure that they did right by us or at least medium by us. Um, and so this, this guy is, is such a part of the problem um, because I don't, I don't care what your ideological leanings are. I just care when you lie. So be, be whatever you want to be. Represent the policies that you think make the most sense for you. But the moment that you start lying um, is when I have a problem. We, we can debate history rooted in fact, and we can say what we think uh, was beneficial or not. But when you begin to lie as if black people have been sitting, the, the biggest problem you are with, with DEI has always been that it has been labeled as charity. 
And I don't know any black people that want charity. I actually don't know any black people that are comfortable with charity. I know black people that want to 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 have their value acknowledged and do business with them, to be seen as human beings and be treated su- as such. And so this this um, this lieutenant governor, uh, again, who is running for governor in North Carolina, Mark Mark Robinson, um, is 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 just lying about who we are and lying about what we deserve or do not deserve. I frankly don't believe that we will get to a place where reparations will happen in America. And I just think it's a political thing, whether we deserve it or not. But I'm damn sure not going to sit by and allow somebody to tell us that other people um, are the reason we are where we are without our contribution, our blood, our tears, our energy, our vision and our sacrifice. That just is not going to happen on my watch. Um, And so just just pay attention to this guy. because, again, he is a lieutenant governor and he's running for governor, which means he can be governor and have unbelievable power to spend dollars, to pass laws um, and to impact the lives of, of of our brothers and sisters all throughout the state of North Carolina. Um, I want to give a big shout out to, to Texas Christian University. Uh, I had a great time with them this week. Um, and all those that are championing DEI there. Thank you to all the students that were involved uh, and the students I had a conversation with. It was just fantastic. And Rick, man, I I know that you, uh, like I, love Apion Crockett. Oh, absolutely. And if you all have not seen it, um, this brother just put out a trailer for a hip-hop story where he is playing Russell Simmons, he is playing Jay-Z, he is playing... Um, um, Dr. Cornell West. Um, it is literally going to be in theater. So check out my IG at Jess Nation. Um, I want to make sure we support this brother. He is one of the brilliant comics out there, but he is also just an unbelievable brother that shows up for our community. Um, I know it's not showing everywhere, so it's not all over the country, but 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 check out my uh, IG. Go to AMC Theaters. Let's support this brother and the work that he's doing. Because um, whether you love his comedy or not, even when you're not watching, um, he is doing everything he can to service our serve our community. And oh I man, he uh, Apion is one of the greatest. That's that's like my little oh, bro man. right there, North Carolina's own Apion Crockett. You Have better you seen believe the it. No, I haven't seen you it. You got to see the trailer, Rick. It is yeah. absolutely nuts. I would definitely um, be watching it. So check that out. And and so you all next week in the last week of um, Black History Month, I want to talk about um, those making history today in the area of financial services. Check out a company called Solo Fund. They are currently the largest black fintech company in the country. Uh, And I want to talk about how we need to change how we show up in the financial services sector and the people making history there. Y'all hit me at Jeff Nation on IG. Love y'all. Have a fantastic Thursday. And I'll check you out next week.